Good morning, podcasters. Today we are going to be discussing one of the most important aspects of life, friendship. You are listening to the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. I am Brandon Neely, and this is a part of my teaching ministry at Christ Church of Acadiana in southwest Louisiana. Our proverb for the day is Proverbs 17.17. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. We here are given one of the most important qualities of friendship, constancy and consistency. A friend loves at all times, in sickness and in health, if you will. And a brother is one who sticks with you even in adversity. That is, one of the most important aspects of friendship is loyalty, stick to and constancy. What this means plainly is that true friends are those who don't write you off. They don't abandon you. They don't quit on you. They don't break covenant with you. As John said, They went out from us because they were not of us. They weren't ever really truly our friends, if we apply this verse in this context. Likewise, true brothers are those who don't abandon you in the midst of difficulty. Now, this is true in general. It's true in general as it regards friendship. And this is especially true as it pertains to those who are your spiritual friends, your spiritual brothers and sisters in Christ, those that join with you in covenant in a local church. In other words, you know about the um, marriage covenant. You know, a good spouse sticks with you and fulfills that vow in sickness and in health, in richer or poorer, for better or for worse, till death do you part. That's the, the solid marriage covenant. And you may not know this, but the relationship between patriots or between citizens is a, is a covenantal relationship. In fact, the word federal means covenant. And, and it is in that citizenship of a nation that you swear your allegiance. You take your oath. But one concept that is totally lost these days is that the relationships within a local church are also covenantal. Now, they're not the same as a marriage covenant, nor are they the same as a covenant of citizenship. But when you drink the cup of the Lord's Supper, the sign of the covenant with Christ, well, that covenant isn't just between the Lord and an individual. It's also between the Lord and His church. And that implies that there are covenantal terms between the Lord and the church member and also covenantal terms between the members themselves. There are covenantal one another duties, and one of them is... Within the guidelines of Scripture, we are to maintain our constancy and consistency, our loyalty with those companions in Christ that we call fellow church members. In other words, a brother in Christ, a spouse, a loyal patriot, and also, using the general term, friend, can all be measured by the category of consistency and constancy. A patriot doesn't quit on his nation. A husband doesn't quit on his wife. Wife doesn't quit on her husband. And a church member doesn't quit on his church. And a friend doesn't quit on his friend. If you're going to be a good fan, well, you can't just quit on the saints. Well, I'm down here in South Louisiana for all of those who are listening from elsewhere. And we love the saints around here. But even when it is hard to love them at times, even when they're more ain'ts than they are saints, we stay loyal because we are true fans. But I wonder, I wonder if you 
are as loyal with all the other vastly more important relationships that you have as much as you are to one of your sports teams. Let me flip this around just a little bit. Have you found one of these constant friends, these consistent and constant friends, whose friendship to you is not based on the environment or their own passions or their own agendas or the ups and downs of the circumstances of this world, but their their consistency with you and their commitment to you is based on the promises that they've made, the covenants that they've made. Well, if you found one of those people, let me tell you that you've got gold right there. Don't take it for granted. Let me ask you this. Are you one of these friends, a patriot, a brother in Christ, a spouse? Then keep it up. Maintain your vows. Deal with others, not according to their sins, not according to their ups and downs or their mistakes or the way they treat you necessarily, not towards the environment or the circumstances of life, but deal with them according to the promises that you've made, your word, your character, loyalty. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 4 comes to mind. Wealth brings many friends, but a poor man's friends desert him. Well, here we have sort of an ironic use of the word friend to make an obvious point. True friends aren't bought and paid for. They don't just find you useful, and they don't just stick around when you are wealthy or in the good times or when you're popular or when you're healthy or when you're useful to them. No, you know, as we also might say, popularity brings many friends, But when the world turns on you and you're no longer the sizzling hot thing, when the tide goes out, when the economy shifts, well, then you'll see who's with you. And you'll see who's with you for the right reasons. So, it would be right and it would not be good if by the end of this podcast we didn't at least examine our own selves. Let me ask you this directly. Are you committed? I'm not talking about being a stalker committed. And I'm not saying that the covenant with a church or a nation is akin to the covenant of a marriage and vice versa. There are different aspects of different covenants as outlined in the Bible. But are you committed? Not clingy, not needy, not so committed that you would violate your covenant with the Lord. No, no, no. And and not desperately trying to fill the hole of loneliness with people when it should be filled with Christ. I'm not talking about this. That's not going to make friends at all. But I'm asking you, are you a loyal person? Do you treat others as though they offer the goods and services that you need from time to time? And as soon as they don't, you quit on them? Or as soon as you perceive that they don't? No. Do we hold fast our allegiances to our friends, our brothers, our sisters, our spouses, our fellow citizens? Good question to ponder. Good question to consider on a regular basis. Now let me switch gears one more time before we end this morning. Society is comprised of many different relationships. And I've implied these as we've talked so far this morning, but let me lay it out for you plainly. There's three spheres of society. That is the church, the family, and the state. Each of these three spheres or institutions have been established by God. The family, of course, was established in the Garden of Eden. The church was in the mind of God before the foundation of the world and was built by Christ and purchased by Christ by his blood on the cross. And the state was established in Genesis chapter 9 as Noah and his family exited the ark. Well, there's also other clubs and friends and business partnerships and acquaintances, but all of these various and sundry relationships all fit within 
these three spheres. Sometimes it can be hard to navigate all of this, especially since each of these spheres is comprised of individuals. So let me give you some advice, some wisdom here. When your individual friend turns on your nation, well, it's going to be hard to continue being friends with a traitor or with a terrorist. If your individual friend turns on your church when he breaks his vows or begins to demonstrate his lack of loyalty to his marriage or to whatever, in these cases, we have to be careful that we do not burn bridges. We leave the door open for their return. We leave the door open for their repentance and their confession of sin. But a lack of loyalty and a lack of consistency doesn't go unnoticed. If it's happening in one sphere of life, well, don't be surprised if you're next. I can tell you one of the most hurtful things in the world, one of the most pitiable and terrible things that I've seen in this life is when a man abandons his wife and children and and her and his other friends and their other church members go on as though nothing has happened. She's there lonely, abandoned, and attacked, and injustice has been done to her, and yet the man continues to go to church and, and everyone acts as though there's not a problem. This is a horrible, a horrible tragedy that happens in our society. But this can be, by analogy, compared to all of these different spheres. If someone has proven themselves to be disloyal in any one of these three spheres, take heed, be wise, and don't be surprised if you're next, and realize that it is hurtful to the people that they've turned against, to the people that they've slandered and been disloyal to, if you go on acting as though nothing has happened. There is a brother who never leaves you. But if they've left everyone but you, you very well may not be so much of a brother to them as an enabler, or worse, a patsy, or worse, someone who's following in their footsteps. Be wise. We don't burn bridges. We aren't unloving. We pray for that soul. We're there for them, but we don't pretend like their abandoning their wife wasn't evil, or their turning slanderous on their church isn't evil and divisive. We don't pretend, but we remain godly and Christ-like, knowing that we all have the potential for falls, and knowing that Christ is a God of second chances. Amen. I hope that helps you. I hope that's some good wisdom for how to navigate the relationships of this world especially as it regards constancy, constancy, consistency, and loyalty. There is a brother out there who sticks with you in adversity. There are friends who will never let you go. They exist. By the Spirit of God, they exist. And boy, if you find one, count your blessings. Hold fast to that person. Be faithful to them and be faithful to Christ. And by God's grace, may both of you simultaneously walk on the same path to Christ's likeness and devotion to your Lord. If the Lord has called you, I'll remind you as we're closed, and if the Lord has called you, remember this. He'll equip you, He'll protect you, and He'll bless you along the way. I am Brandon Neely, and this is the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. Go ahead and subscribe in iTunes. Give us a rating. That would be wonderful. It helps to spread the word, and have a great day.